So let me take y'all back for a second, man. Let's take a trick down memory lane real quick because I know a lot of people are tripping off the nostalgia of what the fuck we're about to talk about right now. And pardon my français, people, but I'm just irked. I'm irked, man. I know it's an era where things are getting rebooted or we're getting direct sequels or loosely based this and loosely based that and nostalgia overload. That's all cool. Ghostbusters Afterlife just did that amazingly. And I said something in the Cinemaniac, shout out to them. I think it was either that or just on my Facebook page in general where I said, normally I'm against like reboots and direct sequels that take too long to do and stuff of that nature. But I said Ghostbusters Afterlife restored my faith in the fact that maybe some of that magic can be captured all over again. If they, you know, if they treat the script properly, if the story overall is very grounded and plausible to bring everything back into the fold. But not this. Not this, man. I I, I remember... Once upon a time, man, and, and if you guys tuned in, y'all can remember this as well, and y'all felt my pain, y'all felt my pain in that episode, y'all felt my pain in the trailer reaction, but the announcement episode was something completely different, um, the Wonder Years reboot, and y'all can check that out if y'all want, my, my reaction to the Wonder Years getting a reboot, not only getting a reboot, but Fred Savage on a Zoom meeting, along with the producer for the movie, I can't remember, or the, the TV series, I can't remember his name, um, like verbally physically passing the torch to this new kid you know they did a black version of the younger of, of the wonder years you know this this not even kevin arnold and the arnold family is it's a completely different fucking family completely different last name they've remixed the you know the the, the joe cocker uh, a little help for my friends song they jazz it up and i'm just like nah man no no, I don't care if you're giving me an all black cast. I know I do wishful thinking on social media one t- you know, a couple times where I'm just like, oh, this is who I would cast if James Bond was black. This is who I would cast if Professor X and Magneto were black. Da 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 da. Yeah. Like I have my fun and I go out on limbs sometimes. Just wishful thinking. Just wishful thinking. But you you're not selling me. I don't care if you give me an all black cast for the one year. Some shit just ain't going to fucking work. It's like if they tried to remake, you know, step by step with a uh with an all black cast honestly step by step is not in my top five <laughs> sitcoms of all time like i grew up on it but it, it's not my top five but you know certain shit you just not gonna sell me on so this shit here man uh this bel-air spinoff i remember when they announced it and i was like before i even saw the cast before i even saw will smith was even involved and who like the act the rest of whoever else was involved i didn't give a shit i was like no nah. There's nothing to improve on. The Fresh Prince, you know, I don't care what anybody says. You know, y'all can debate me on this all y'all want. There's always this age-old debate of which one's better, Fresh Prince or Martin. I'm going with Fresh Prince. Simple and plain. I love Martin. I love the show, but it wasn't as attached to my heart as Fresh Prince was. Fresh Prince, while it was a sitcom like Martin was, I feel like the comparison can't be made because the emotional weight and the morality tales they had and, you know, uh, scattered all in the Fresh Prince seasons. Come on, man. Like, I- I'm laughing. I'm crying. I'm cheering. All types of shit. And I got, like like I said, it was an emotional weight with the Fresh Prince that I didn't have with Martin or a lot of other, you know, black sitcoms for, th- for that matter, man. I mean, you could I could put Family Matters up there. I could even put Rock up there as far as um, 
you know, for I'm showing my age a little bit. Rock was a TV series with Charles S. Dutton. They did that shit dirty. It was on Fox, but it was one of the best uh, black shows ever. One of the best shows ever, period. But um, Fresh Prince is just is near and dear to my heart, man. So the news of this shit getting rebooted and Will Smith did the whole Fred Savage thing where he told the dude like, yo, man, you're the, you're the new Fresh Prince. Like, congratulations. It's like, dog, no. Will, the fuck? You and Fred Savage haven't had any conversations over the years at all. Like, look, man, we are childhood icons, like forever, just TV series, sitcom icons. If they ever try to touch our shit, we gonna wreck shit. That they, they, you figured they would have a conversation like that. Him, Fred Savage, Jaleel White. You figure all the top dog Martin. You know all the top dogs would have came in. Like, listen, man, let's make a pact right now. If they ever reboot our shit, then we riot and we burn the networks to the ground because we got the power to do it. Go team on three type of shit. Like you, you would think that this wouldn't be happening, man. You would think that just wouldn't be happening. Now, let me see here. I know Will Smith is attached to this, but um, this was what? Entertainment Weekly that posted this. It said in the Easter egg filled video below, Peacock's dramatic reimagining of the beloved 90s sitcom, which is inspired by filmmaker Morgan Cooper's 2019 viral video, crowns newcomer and Philadelphia native Jabari Banks as the fresh prince for this generation and you know what there's a lot of people out there that's like well, well i'm gonna give it a chance he's from philly you know it's all about uh you know a, a guy from philly going to bella it's like listen man i appreciate the sentiment but no i don't have to fucking like everything that comes out of philly or that's philly bell man it's a common misconception people make about me and i just got into a debate with somebody about that over this past weekend and i refuse to keep doing it I do, man. Um, it's not a case of me hating. It's just me. It's, it's me. A case of me being realistic where I'm saying as 90s as that show is, there's not for me personally, there's nothing to improve on at all. There's no characters. There are no, uh, you know, no personalities, no story arcs. There's nothing I've really told myself over the years. Like, you know what? I'd like to see. Now, there was a time. There was an idea, people. I sound like Nick Fury. But uh, no, there, there really was a time where I posted on Facebook. I said, OK, if this was after that Fresh Prince bullshit was announced, the, the reboot bullshit. And I was like, if I was to do one, which I wouldn't, this is who I would cast. And I think I had Will Smith as Uncle Phil. And was it Jade? It was either Jade or it was somebody as um, I don't remember who the hell it was as Aunt Viv. Jaden Smith as Will, rightfully so. Uh, I think I have Reggie Coos as Jazz. The cast, I like the cast I put together. All right, that damn it. More than I like the cast of this thing that was put together. All right. Um, but the you know the the plot here, man. So we don't get sidetracked. So I'm not taking up too much of y'all time before we watch this teaser. Um, it says set in modern day America, Bel Air is a serialized one hour dramatic analog of the 90s sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that leans into the original premise, Will's complicated journey from the streets of West Philadelphia to the gated mansions of Bel-Air. With a reimagined version, Bel-Air will dive deeper into the inherent conflicts, emotional, oh, emotions, sorry people, my fucking eyes just, what did he say? Oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. Um, emotions and biases that were impossible to fully explore in the 30-minute sitcom format while still delivering swagger and nods to the original show. Nah. Nah, I'm good, man. I'm alright. Uh, really quickly, this cast, Jabari Banks, um, Adrian Holmes, Cassandra Freeman, 
Ali Sholatan, Coco Jones. I don't, I don't know who these people are. I'm telling y'all, I don't. I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know who these people are, but we about to find the fuck out, people, because Peacock, shout out to them, I guess. I mean, y'all couldn't let me live. Y'all, y'all streamed Halloween Kills. I was very happy with that, and I didn't know y'all had other horror movies on there that were very decent. But uh, Peacock said, no, nah, let's piss off Tudor just a little bit more. And, um, you know, they dropped this one hour ago. This teaser is one minute and nine seconds long, people. So I've talked y'all ears off enough. So let's uh, let's jump into this teaser trailer reaction for Bel Air. It's actually called My Kingdom. Uh, I guess, man, whatever. I'll hit the play button in three, two, one. I fucking hate it already. This is a story all about how my life. Shut up. See what the dramatic shit like? Come on, man! Come on, man! Is this train spotting? Like he's he is he on acid right now? He's just in a swimming pool, chasing a crown, right? And a throne. Fuck that! Nah. Boy, if you don't get your ass up out of here, <laughs> what that dude say on the vine? He said, if you don't get your goddamn ugly ass pistol grip chin down somewhere, whoever that country dude was, he's the fucking MVP, man. But nah, you know, y'all want to get all artistic and dramatic and slow motion. I'm underwater and there's dice and basketballs all over the place. Now, what a really what really would have jazzed this shit up is as soon as he was underwater reaching for that crown. The crown just keeps floating closer and closer over to the little throne he's sitting in. Then when he sits down, the fucking Meg just comes out of nowhere and eats that nigga alive. Boom. Title card pops up. The Meg part two coming summer of 2022. That's how the fuck you do a trailer. That's how you do a teaser because it would have been miles ahead of this little art house bullshit that they just put out, man. I'm just not like, come on, man. That's the perp. Like while while it is fueled off of high emotions in some scenes man like one of the biggest moments in tv history one of the saddest moments in tv history that how come he don't want me man that is it's emotionally heavy at some points of course but it's a comedy series at at its core it's a family series at its core um and the comedy is why people tuned in you know, I don't want to keep going to Peacock every fucking week for, you know, a limited series or whatever the hell this shit is. I don't want to keep going to Peacock for a week for all this dramatic ass shit, man. Like, it just seems like it's going to be all this this melodramatic bullshit, all these underlying themes. And we're not even going to get a chance to have fun with this series, man. Like, all this seriousness and shit that they're going for, even in the trailer, the uh, whatever that test footage was, they did like a like a test footage trailer or whatever the fuck it was man and they just put it out there to see what it would be like in a response they would get if they did a reboot and it was just like come on man it's all serious and a gun fell out of will's bag and all this shit and the mom's like oh no you're not gonna murder and sell crack around here no more like she didn't say that but i'm just saying man like this this boys in the hood menace to society new jersey drive ass shit y'all trying to go for like stop man just stop like if y'all would have went straight up comedy spoof or something like that like this shit is not going to have the comedic kick that that series had at all and if it's something you have to grasp in that that is you already halfway home you got 
both feet in the door, you, you, the rest of your torso just has to make it. And I feel like the rest of your torso making it in when both your feet are in the door with the comedic aspect of this is the emotional weight. And once you get those two together, and you know when you tie that all into the the, the characters of, that we come to know and love, or like the sidebar characters that may pop up every once in a while, or just the one-off characters that we never see again that just make an impact in one episode. When you get all of that shit together with the comedic and emotional weight of the Fresh Prince, you're you're already home. You home already, man. This I like, and people are already going to give me shit about it. Like, yeah, it's just a teaser, man. How you going to base it off a teaser? And like I always say, I'm not going to change my mind on this. A teaser or trailer is supposed to get you hyped for the product and it, this shit ain't it man let's watch it again man let's watch it again because i don't want to rant i don't want to rant too much fresh off of the how the fuck i like jurassic world's footage and this looks terrible he might as well just finish the whole song I guess everything floating around in the water symbolizes who he is and who he's going to become. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. Or what if he just drowned? Like, does he have gills so that he can stay underwater that long with no problem? I can't wait to see the feedback for this shit because I know it's going to be people. You got people out there uh, from Philly, from all over, but I'm just, you know, I'm singling us Philadelphians out for a second. We'll take any goddamn thing. You know, anything that's got Philly on it, we'll take it. But that's one of the problems I had with, you know, let me get sidetracked for a second. It's one of the problems I had with World War Z. And I'm like, I know you couldn't possibly shoot that scene downtown uh, in Philadelphia where all where the zombies really start wrecking shit at first. Because uh, it's like they're swarming over the city. It's a bird's eye view of them swarming over the city like bugs. And it's a beautiful shot. But I understand you couldn't have shot that in Philly, but you could have tried. Nigga, that was a green screen. Like, stop playing with me. I just I just can't take every, any and everything that's thrown at me, man. A lot of people think I do. You know, that you, I still got people out there that are like, well, you watch the fucking Fast and Furious. So how can you not like this? It's like two different calibers. They're in two different tax brackets of, of films or sequels or reboots, whatever you want to call it. Um, I let a lot of shit slide, man. I do. And this year in particular, I have made a complete turnaround with a lot of movies. Uh, actually, over the last couple years, but this year for sure, there were several movies that actually, you know, whether it's the trailers or whether it's the movies in their entirety, that really turned me around. And I was like, you know what? That was really good. And there's a list. I, I started outlining last night, but I stopped because I got tired. Um, I was going to do an episode. Uh, the movies I owe a three-part apology to, man. I'm not going to say which ones they are, but just know. The fact that I've been making such a turnaround with a lot of trailers and a lot of movies overall, uh, the fact that this, like, you know, I'm, of course I watched it because uh, I want to get the reactions out to y'all, but I watch these things just in the case that, okay, y'all will catch me in rare form. Maybe I will eat my words. Maybe I will be like, okay, I was against this the first time, but now I see what they're trying to do here and X, Y, and Z. Like I have times where i do that i did that shit with the suicide squad trailer number two and i mean it was on april fools and i'm like this is no april fool joke at all like this shit looks decent i did that with the first couple minutes of the uh, spiral and uh i ended up seeing a movie that week and ended up loving it i did the shame the, the shame shit i'm on my sean connery shit again but uh i did the same shit 
um, a couple years back when the Child's Play uh, reboot came out. Man, I ended up loving that movie, but I wasn't with it at, at first at all. Same shit with Ghostbusters Afterlife, man. And I, my review for that movie is coming, people. I just have to be ready for it. So be on the lookout for that. But I, that's one I did, uh, you know, complete turnaround with also. But this, you know, I, I do these trailer reactions and uh, you know, in, in hopes that I'm proven wrong and hopes that I'll eat that crow and that I'll be able to enjoy something new and, you know, not be, you know, not be one sided with a lot of properties and a lot of movies like I do tend to be sometimes like I'm, I'm all about giving things a fair shot. And this this shit just doesn't like it's just not grabbing me, man. The cast isn't grabbing me. Um, the, this just the dramatic elements that they're going for and the trailers and the way that they're promoting is it's not grabbing me it just feels like a complete 360 for all the wrong reasons and as, as far as the tone goes um like i said i don't want to be tuning in every week or however fuck long or however often they they air these episodes i don't want to be checking for peacock every week just to you know i don't want to fucking watch a black version of dawson's creek damn it that's what i'm trying to say all right i was trying to be nice but dawson's creek that's my shit don't get me wrong but i had to emotionally prepare myself every wednesday night or whatever nights they aired that shit back when i was a kid i had to prepare myself for that because i know i'm gonna laugh i know it's gonna be some heavy dialogue that kevin williamson is gonna write where they're gonna be using words with like 18 syllables and in in one sentence but I like I, I really had to prepare myself because of people dying left and right. This guy broke up with his girlfriend, but his best friend slept with her after that. Then Pacey's fucking the teacher. Like, I don't want a fucking black version of Dawson's Creek, man. I don't want that dramatic shit with my Fresh Prince series. I don't want it. And I know there's a lot of people out there probably listening that are like, well, you still got the original series, so stop complaining. Yes, that is very true. But that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about this piece of shit ass uh teaser they dropped. But um you know, uh, they, they tried, I guess. Um, I hate to sound like I'm hating because for one, like I said, the dude is a Philly native and I'm glad to see us making it. I'm glad to see any, anybody that comes from where I come from, uh, shout out Carmela McNeil. If y'all haven't checked out the interview, um, that I did with her talking about Halloween kills and, uh, you know, the righteous jumps, all, all the stuff she's been in, man. Like I told her, you know, she's, she's living proof, man. I love when people that are from where we from make it and they pursue their dreams, man. Like as somebody who is still in the process of doing that, like pounding the pavement to do that, it's inspiring for me to see that. And the fact that Will Smith was the template for all of this and is co-signing on this, not only the casting, but the show overall is good to see. But as far as like content, that's something completely different. Like your ambition can be amazing. Your intentions can be amazing, but your execution can be fucking garbage at the end of the day and i don't know maybe who knows maybe when they drop the full trailer maybe i'll chuckle uh maybe it'll be another one of those coming to america things where i saw the first trailer i'm like eh. saw the second trailer i'm like okay they're in zamunda the entire time and there are parts that i actually laughed at and ended up giving the movie like an eight or eight and a half out of ten easily because i enjoyed it um maybe this will be one of those cases i don't know i don't see that happening for this but um i don't know maybe peacock has other plans in store for me pause but y'all already know where to go man and if y'all don't y'all can follow the podcast on anchor spotify itunes google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, overcast pocket cast breaker radio public Podbean, and podcast addict shout out to anchor follow me on facebook and instagram romero tutor shout out to the facebook movie group the cinemaniacs and shout out to the facebook movie group the horror virus definitely do have some commentaries to get to today people uh actually commentaries that i just want to knock out of the way as much as i can 
today uh, because I'll probably be just dropping them over the course of this week uh, as opposed to just doing them, you know, doing one Wednesday and doing one Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Like, I'd rather just have like an arsenal. I know I said this before, but it actually helps when I have an arsenal and maybe won't drop them all right away. Um, it'll just, you know, it'll give me material for a couple days on end. So and I don't know. It's a new strategy I'm working on, but I'm fucking it up in the process. Y'all know it's a, uh, it's, it's a gauntlet. It's a work in progress, people. It is. But y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next 